Welcome to The Real Mom's Playbook, where balance becomes a lifestyle. Brought to you by our premier sponsor, Earthly Wellness. Your life doesn't have to be a hot mess, and in season one, I will be taking you on your own intentional transformation. So grab your playbook and let's get going. All right, and welcome to episode nine of The Real Mom's Playbook. I'm your host, Lisa Autry. Today is all about pivoting real good when you are on that struggle train. First off, let's thank our amazing sponsor of this podcast, Earthly Wellness. It's time to start making the transition for your health with natural products in your home. Earthly is on a mission to change the way the world sees healthcare and doing their part in creating pure, clean products to support that journey. Head on over to earthly.com to shop their cleaning products, skincare lines, and nutritional support supplements for your whole home and life. Orders over $50 receive free shipping. So today is all about mitigating the chaos and overwhelm during transitions in life. This is from play number eight, Pivot Real Good, within the boundaries part on page 107 for those reading the book while listening. At this stage in your intentional transformation, your home now brings you peace and calm, your routine is functional and flowing, and your finances are controlled and growing. You've been working on your mindset and your health. You've opened that inner dialogue with yourself and you are learning to place your values first in your life. Your intentional transformation moves you in this order to build on one another. If you've missed any of the steps, I now want you going back and finishing your process. Your process is going to be your perfection in this foundational flow. The play that is most challenging is definitely kicking the clutter, but don't worry. Within the Real Moms Tribe, we are doing it together over the next eight weeks. So jump in and gain access to the support you need. Each week, we review a category. I teach you how to tackle it, and we do it together. Link is in the show notes under the Real Moms Tribe. One community, all the access. So once we get into this phase of the intentional transformation, we are really fine-tuning our lives to run with beautiful systems and strategy. Our home is a finite space, so we take care of it with systems. Our time is finite, so we create boundaries that involve flow. Our finances are finite, so we manage and reconcile it to ensure we are making good long-term decisions. But what happens when life throws you a curveball? And it will happen. That is life. Life is chaos. What happens when we come back from a trip and are trying to find that normal flow again? Or when we've been sick and trying to get back into the swing of things? Same goes for adjusting to the addition of a new family member, which creates a whole new level of chaos, or losing someone close to you that creates a hole in your heart. This is something I've struggled with a lot in my life because having a chronic pain disease and low immune system means I'm often picking up the pieces in my life to keep going. Many days I feel bumped off course with my health, but I know that I'm needed. I know I need to keep going. So how do we find that balance between pausing and resting and moving and grooving? How do we effectively pivot in order to manage the bumps in our journey of life so we don't completely get derailed? Well, that's the topic of today in Pivot Real Good. The goal of this episode and this phase in the intentional transformation is to allow life to be lived without it completely derailing you for good. Chaos will always strike, but it's our ability to accept, adapt, and act that will create lasting success and peace in our life. 
This is called your reset, something we've discussed in the routine queen phase. There are things in your life that will always need to be addressed and small specific action steps will get you where you need to go on a consistent basis. If you're someone like me who takes on a little too much in life, then this episode will help you simplify during times of chaos. Some days I wonder why I take on so much with homeschooling, the talk show, my coaching business, my community, my Kanmari consultations, and writing, but whenever I start heading down this road of doubt, I'm always immediately reminded of why I do what I do. Life isn't easy, and it's often by our own design, but when you lead your life with values, it brings you back successfully and into life faster. This is why I lead a value-based lifestyle and I teach you to lead a value-based lifestyle too. This is why I push you to invest in yourself. And this is why I get you to look at your life as systems and strategy today and tomorrow. It does not matter what you call yourself in life, whether it's mom, wife, business owner, working woman, coach, freedom fighter, homesteader, exhausted pigeon, whatever. We all deal with similar struggles in life, and it's our ability to respond to them effectively that keeps us going. And that's what I hope to do for you in this life through my book and this podcast today. The three main areas of struggle that we're going to be discussing today are sleep, self-care, and relationships. We'll be diving a little bit into each of these areas today, along with I'm going to share my three B's to help you take meaningful action in your life. Really quick, before we dive in, let's take our first sponsor break today. Be right back. Are you looking for a community that focuses on making you your most confident self inside and out? Sparkle and Shine with Kim Bain focuses on giving women the tools to feel beautiful, confident, and unique. Whether you are looking for a fun place to enjoy trivia night or the accessories to fit your style, Sparkle and Shine is a free community that gives you solutions for your fashion challenges. Grab your favorite necklace, get some mascara to finish off your look, or become a fellow stylist to start your own venture. Kim will assist you every step of the way. See show notes under Sparkle and Shine to hop on into our community to join the fun or to join the team. And we are back. When I was writing my book, I looked at the foundation of my own chaos as well as that of my own clients, and I kept finding three main areas that were apparent in most of our lives that we had difficulty maintaining over long periods of time. These are known as the areas of struggle, the things you struggle with maintaining for long periods of time and usually get thrown by the wayside for the other chaos, the whirlwind, the things that are constantly pressing at our time and attention. That first one is sleep, that mythical unicorn that you think about all day and it just doesn't seem to come to you at night. You are constantly grinding in life and putting sleep on the back burner to try to gain yourself a little bit more time at night after all is seemingly calm in your home. This is where you will often stay up late to wash dishes, binge watch a show, and pretend like you are your own person for that period of time, or maybe you are up and down with little ones all night. I've been there for longer than I care to admit. The problem with this reality is that when we don't receive the adequate amount of sleep that our bodies need, our focus, our productivity, our patience, and overall happiness declines, and you just consider yourself that exhausted pigeon flying on a continuous loop. With this, I want you to go back and listen to episode five, parts one and two. I want you to get so familiar with your chronotype that you subconsciously start naturally adjusting your time to it to get into alignment. 
And this includes sleep. Remember, every chronotype needs a different amount of sleep. The eight-hour rule is not a steadfast rule with every chronotype, and with some, it's actually practically unachievable. As a reminder, here is how much sleep you should be shooting for based on your sleep cycle and your chronotype. So dolphins, six hours. Bears, eight hours. Wolves, seven to seven and a half hours. And lions, also seven to seven and a half hours of sleep. Michael Breas discusses when your ideal sleep and wake times are as well, but I will tell you with kids, sometimes these times get thrown out the window. That's why I want you to focus on the amount of sleep versus just sleep and wake times, at least with young children anyway, because they are natural disruptors. Also, if at all possible, I want you to build in rest periods throughout your day when your cortisol levels naturally wane. If that's impossible, then make sure this is the time you are utilizing that coffee to effectively boost that energy. I will say that when you have a tidy home, your routines are flowing, your finances are in control, and you are nourishing your body the right way, sleep will come more naturally into your life. Having consistent routines with children will help them sleep better too. And yes, even though we homeschool, we have a pretty strict system of how things work in this home. Homeschooling is not a free-for-all. Build systems for your life and your sleep will thank you and the sleep of your children too. The second struggle is self-care. Yeah, this is something that you are most likely not putting enough time into, or maybe you don't even know what that is. Your mental and physical health are often the last things on our mind when they really should be our first, so we can be all the people we need to be in this life. If we don't love ourselves, how can we love others? If we don't love ourselves through self-care, how can we show others how to love themselves too? We lead by example, so today you're going to build in that example time. Let's make self-care fun and enjoyable and part of the family dynamic. Start small and build in that habit. First, I want you to answer the question, what does self-care mean to me? Then I want you to answer the question, what would these acts of self-care in my daily life look like? Then I want you building in five to 10 minutes somewhere in your day daily to start this habit formation. Try to keep it as consistent as possible to help you build that habit. Anchor it to something you already do, like waking, mealtimes, bedtime. Automate it by setting a timer, already having your supplies, equipment, clothing, whatever you need to get ready. Have it set aside so that you can dive in when the timer goes off. That was the crucial part of your prepping period. Get everything ready. When we automate things in our life, it decreases our resistance and unwillingness to achieve hard things because they've just become more of muscle memory. The more you do something, the more your body remembers. I really enjoy the book Atomic Habits by James Clear to learn about habit formation and actual execution. I've placed the link in the show notes if you're interested in reading it so you could go purchase it. How are you going to begin showing up for yourself today and when will you fit it into your day? And then lastly, struggle three is relationships. The point of this life is to find those you love and share life with them. If we tried to do all of life alone, it really wouldn't mean the same, would it? Within our reset, we want to ensure that we are placing our time to cultivate and nurture relationships around us. This is the difference between a task-oriented life and a fulfilled life. When it comes to relationships, you cannot be everything for everyone. So stop trying to set a fire to the relationship with yourself by doing everything for everyone and nothing for yourself. 
This is why the relationship with yourself should be top priority and why the intentional transformation is so impactful. Put time and effort into meaningful relationships after the relationship with yourself through self-care. Then I want you to spend 10 minutes writing down the top people in your life that you hope to give time to and grow your relationship with. This can be God, your spouse, your children, parents, siblings, childhood friends, coworkers, whoever you feel adds value and meaning to your life, include that person on the list. Living a life of meaning means connecting with these people on a semi-regular basis. Those living in our house and under our care will naturally take more of our time in our lives, and that's okay. Your challenge for this struggle is to begin reaching out to those important to you and build in time for them. Schedule time. Have them join you and your kids somewhere. Give them some of your time. Even ask for help. Quality time can be spent through helping and receiving help from others. Even if you have to build time one month out, this is at least putting that person on your schedule to say, you're important to me. Last thing I want to say about relationships is date your spouse and date your kids. Having multiple kids means your time is automatically divided further, but they are individuals that need individual time with you. You don't want to wake up 20 years in the future and look at your husband and say, who are you? Your relationship with your spouse does not end once the children arrive. It should actually be even more important and more of a priority. Take time for one another, even if it's the tiniest pockets of time. Make them a priority at least a few times a week. Show your kids that your spouse is a priority. It's paving the way for expectations they have for their future relationships too. One of my clients, Crystal, is the best at dating her kids and taking them places with her that they would enjoy. Experiencing things with them individually will grow a stronger bond with them throughout the years and create more memorable moments too. Date your kids and date your husband. Even if you can't get out of the house, do things together that are meaningful and free. That's where your creativity takes hold. The biggest thing is to build in that time. Be intentional with it and put your time where your heart is. Let's take our final break today with Crystal's business before moving on to the three B's. Be right back. Self-care shouldn't be a struggle, but for most moms, taking care of ourselves and our hygiene falls dead last, even behind the dog. Let's be real. That's why I recommend Crystal Cosmo. She's an educated salon owner and stylist who is efficient and affordable. Specializing in Brazilian waxing and lash lifts, Crystal Cosmo is dedicated to providing you with premium beauty services to make you look and feel your best at an affordable price. The best part is she's the owner of the beauty lounge Fresno, so you can go to one place for all of your services like hair and nails. Visit Crystal Cosmo in the show notes to view her services, book a session, and check out educational courses she will be offering very soon for stylists to expand their services. Make self-care a priority again with Crystal Cosmo because you deserve it. And we are back. Now let's talk about the three B's I've developed to remind you how to take action during your reset. These are your reminders of how you will build your time to succeed despite the chaos and help guide you on living your ideal life, the one you wake up excited for each and every day. They are number one, the breather, number two, the buffer, and number three, the basics. If you have your book open, make sure you go back to the notes and write those three, the breather, the buffer, 
the basics. These are something I'm kind of adding after I wrote my book, and I think they'll find them helpful. So what is the breather? This is when you become so overwhelmed and so done. Usually an emotional breakdown leading to crying by yourself in the bathroom means the breather should have happened like an hour before. The best thing to do before the storm hits is to pause and make time stand still for you. If your children are picking at each other and causing the chaos, make them do the breather with you. This is a physical timeout in the middle of the room where we sit upright or lay down, close our eyes, and just breathe. If you have fussy babies, you can hold them close to you and shush them while rocking and breathing. Spend about two all the way to five minutes, and that's a great amount of time to slow your heart rate, quiet your mind, and relax your body. You're just going to sit or lay there in the quiet and get everyone to pause. Teach yourself and those around you that calming and centering yourself can put perspective on the situation. Many of us become way overstimulated, making us snap and go over the cliff of the breakdown. If you are spiritual, I recommend maybe saying a prayer together, just breathing and thinking about how would God want me to react to these situations. Stop the chaos in its tracks by pausing and breathing. Then ask yourself what the current situation is and what the best course of action is to proceed forward. Maybe the pause and breathing was all that you needed. Gain calm through clarity and ask yourself, am I adding too much to my life? Or is all of it really necessary? That will help you understand how to logically move forward. And then next, what is the buffer? We discussed this a little bit in the previous episode, but buffer space is leaving yourself open to relax, read, color, whatever. We often think packing our days full fulfills us, but it typically overwhelms and just burns us out. When doing a project for the first time, give yourself way more time than you think necessary to dive in. When you're getting well from a sickness, give yourself time to veg on the couch and snuggle with your kids. When you are getting back from traveling, give yourself plenty of time for laundry and just enjoy being home again. Sleep in even. When you brain home the newest addition to your family, give yourself time to rock them and just stare at their cute little faces that will be gone in the blink of an eye. When you are suffering the loss of someone you love, give yourself time to lay around and grieve. Cry as much as you need to. Feeling the feelings and spending time with yourself is how you process grief, how you process your value systems, and how you process your steps towards the ideal life you are hoping to create. The other day, the girls climbed in bed with us in the morning time, and we literally laid there for two hours sleeping, snuggling, chatting about what we hope to do during the day, and just enjoying our time together. I know someday these moments will be gone, and so spending two hours relaxing in bed until the late morning was time well spent to me. Moments are always fleeting, so building in that buffer will allow you to enjoy those moments instead of hurry, hurry, hurry. I think not enough of us just pause and waste some time like this, and it was really, really fulfilling, and I found that I was more energized throughout the day because I took that two hours with my girls and with my husband. Buffer time is also where the power of six method should become very powerful for you. Utilize this tool. Do less to ultimately achieve more. Remember three large tasks and three small tasks per day will allow you to have that buffer time to actually relax. Don't discount relaxation by saying it's laziness. It's not. And lastly, what is going back to the basics mean? When you are trying to get back into the swing of things or just trying to establish a good lifestyle for yourself, I want you to remove anything that isn't essential. 
Unnecessary things that are just adding to your stress and overwhelm place on the back burner until you have a good system for success with your power of six. One caveat I do want to give you though, is you will definitely be feeling this way when doing kick the clutter. It's such an emotional and physical overhaul that you want to consistently place it on the back burner. Trust me, I get it. I will tell you though, that many of the issues we address within this book will not be resolved until you finish kicking the clutter from your life. And that's why that is the very first pillar of success. It paves the way to all the other pillars. Make kicking the clutter one of your large power of six tasks until you finish the process. It's worth it. When going back to the basics to calm your life, I want you looking at what is crucial for you to accomplish. Sometimes we need to go to bare minimum in order to build that momentum again. I want you to make two columns in the back of the Real Moms playbook in the notes section with six line items for each. On the left side place must do and on the right side place hope to do. In the must-do column, one of your activities must be a form of self-care. If you're visual like me, you can see this chart on page 114 as an example. Keep this list simple and always keep your value system in mind. What are your top five values and what do you hope to achieve through each of them? These aid you in determining your daily tasks. In the words of James Clear, We must start by focusing on who we wish to become and everything else will fall into place. Start with the small and build upward. Take a breather, build in that buffer time and go back to the basics. We are often too quick to fully dive in, causing us to live on a repeated loop of the burnout cycles, which does not help any of us towards creating that balanced and calm life. What's first in your life, AKA your values should always come first. The rest will fall into place, I promise. Seek support, celebrate successes, survive the struggles, and know you aren't alone in this journey. That's it for today. Reach out to me if you have any questions about your successful reset. Next week is all about anxiety and fear mentality, so make sure you're subscribed and give this podcast five stars. Until next time, this is The Real Moms Playbook, and I'm Lisa Autry. Thank you for joining me for The Real Moms Playbook, which has been made possible by our amazing sponsors. Make sure you check the show notes for links and access to the amazing resources. You can find me at thedaughterdiary.com and on Instagram at thedaughterdiaries. See you next time. I'm Lisa Autry, and this is The Real Moms Playbook.